0: What you care about, you will fight for. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Delicious Sharp. And today on the show, we have Dr. Rice Brooks. And he's talking to us about the power of a seed and the importance of it. And he's given us the examples from the scripture, you know, when the seed falls on the rocky soil and the seed falls on the good soil. And he, you know, it's, he says basically that we will fight for what's important to us. And if the seeds fall, like we've got to, brush away and keep away the things that are going to try to steal that seed from us, because it is so easy in our culture today for things to steal the seed of the Word of God in our lives. It's so easy because there's so many conflicting ideas and opinions, and even our own things that we've grown up with and thought forever, and then we're like, well, that's just the way I feel, even though the Word of God says this, but this is just how I feel, so this must be right. And no, we've got to go with what the Word of God says. Here's Rice.
1: And so we're, we're looking at this parable, Mark chapter four, and in this parable, Jesus is explaining that this is a key to unlock other parables. He said, if you don't understand this, then you can't understand anything else I'm saying. So let me go back to the first, first verse and let's read Mark chapter four. He began to teach again by the sea and a very large crowd gathered about him so that he got into a boat and sat in it on the sea. And the whole crowd was beside the sea on the land. And he was teaching them many things in parables. And in his teaching, he said to them, listen, behold, a sower went out to sow. And as he sowed, some seed fell beside the path and the birds came and devoured it. Other seed fell on rocky ground where it did not have much soil and immediately it sprang up since it had no depth of soil. But when the sun rose, it was scorched. And since it had no root, it withered away. Other seed fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it, and it yielded no grain. And other seeds fell into good soil and produced grain, growing up and increasing and yielding 30-fold, 30, 30 60-fold, and 100-fold. So this is the potential of the Word of God in our lives. It isn't a mystery. Uh, some seed fell into the, into the ground that had no chance because of the ground. Not the seed's problem. No problem with the seed. It's about the ground. It's about what this ground represents that ultimately uh, determines the destiny of the seed. The seed can grow if it's properly planted and received. And so our goal is obviously to say, look, we want to be the last group. We want to see what we hear. If we're going to take the trouble of hearing, then we don't want to just let it just be devoured or just, you know, just choked or whatever these, uh, these uh, negative consequences are. And then he said to them, he who has an ear or ears to hear, let them hear, meaning that not everybody who hears, it's not an audible thing. It's not the auditory function is, is, is lacking. It's hearing. It's, it's, it's wanting to hear more than even just physically hearing. And when he was alone, those around him with the 12, asked him about the parables. Jesus said to them, to you has been given the secret of the kingdom of God. But for those outside, everything is in parables. Now, I thought about this because as a communicator, you're constantly told to make sure that your audience gets the point. You wanna, it's almost like the burden is on me or Pastor James or someone else to make sure that we just break it down so clearly and plainly that no one can mistake what we're trying to say. Or let's say what the scripture is trying to say, obviously. But at times, Jesus didn't speak that way. He spoke in such a way that if you wanted to remain ignorant or if you wanted a plausible deniability, he gave you that chance to have that. It's like he, he could have just, to the crowd, said, okay, I'm going to tell y'all this parable, and it's really important, and if you get it, you get everything, so pay attention. But instead, it was when he was alone and those that were around the 12 that came up to him and began to ask more questions. We were at Indiana University this past week and, um, you know, know, a good crowd came. We just, you know, our friend Logan went up there a few weeks ago and we began to put some posters up just to see what would happen. On three weeks notice and no ministry there, nothing. We just had one basketball coach and one willing uh, young man to go put some posters up and a little bit of social media and, you know, 200 and something, 260 people came. And so we had a great crowd and, and there was this moment of giving evidence for God. And then at the end, we said, now, if you'd like to know more, you know, we'll, we'll stick around. And so about half the crowd left. And then we had some Q&A for about another hour. And then after that happened, then more left, but there was about I don't know, about 50 people that stayed around. And it's like it's almost like you had to say, look, we're, we're leaving now. We're going home. But you could, you could sense the desperation. We had three pole vaulters from Indiana University that just would not leave. I've never seen three pole vaulters in one place at one time. But there were a lot of people that heard. And as soon as the event was technically over they left and then there was another group that was a little more curious and then they they hang they hung around for q a but then there was that core of people that said no no we really want to understand this and not only understand for us but for those that we want to go back and reach and so you can already see the distinguishing the the uh the sorting out of who really wants to know and who doesn't who's there because yeah this was a this seemed interesting and who really wants to know Then, then, then he says to you has been given the secret of the kingdom of God, but those who are outside, everything is in parables. And sadly, most people are willing to let religion and Christianity specifically be mysterious. You know, it's like, well, that's, you know, isn't that the way it is? You know, I just, you know, I just, I just, I just just like the thought that God is mysterious and I can kind of come and, you know, kind of say, well, you never know what God's going to do, but he's trying to communicate what he wants to do. And then here's the next verse. I'm just going to keep reading until we get to Revelation in case you're wondering. So that they may indeed, he quotes this passage from Isaiah. Jesus does that they may indeed see and not perceive. They indeed hear, but don't understand lest they should turn and be forgiven. I'm going to give you a little clue away. I'll give a clue away to you that really when you find out what is required to be a good heart, to have the kind of heart that the word will work in, so to speak, really is the grace of God, because there's no way that any of us will ever qualify to be good enough to be the kind of productive ground that this is describing. It's going to take the miracle of God. But one of the clues is, are we willing to turn from our way of thinking, from our from our opinions, from our desires, from our strong inclinations and proclivities, because most of us have developed this sense of what we want and what we think is right and wrong to the point of even if God would speak to us, uh, he's not going to be able to get through our opinions. And we we can hear, but yet still hold on to our opinions. Yeah, I know what the word says that, but this is what I feel. I've always believed this. Well, the word's clear here, I know, but we have developed this response to say, I know the word of God says this, but I found a way around it by listening to my own heart, Pastor Rice. You know, I just want to listen to my heart. I just didn't feel it. And what we'll find is, is that when our own heart and our own self, when that voice becomes strong, then we will learn to almost exchange that voice for the voice of of truth. So that's why there's so many people that can come up to you and tell you something that is absolutely, completely opposite to what the Bible says, but they're convinced that God told them it's true. Whether it be a new age philosophy, another religious uh, tradition, or another religion itself. But it, it doesn't, you don't have to be like Pastor Kevin ministers in India. You don't have to be a Hindu to reject the truth of Christianity. You can be a good church member, but learn how to reject the voice of truth in favor of what you feel. You don't have to say, Man, I'll just amen myself today, okay? I'm in a, I'll just kind of like the Bible says, David encouraged himself, I'll just give my own self an amen. But he's quoting, Jesus is quoting Isaiah when he said, they may, they may see, but not perceive. They may indeed hear, but not understand lest they should turn, lest they turn and be forgiven. This was actually what Isaiah said. Isaiah was told by God, I'm sending you Isaiah six, I'm sending you to a people. And here's what you're going to tell them. You're actually going to tell them, keep on hearing, but don't hear, keep on seeing, but don't see. That's a terrible message. That's not kind of like your best life. Now. I mean, that's like, now here's why you won't hear what God has to say, because you've already determined ahead of time you're not going to do it. Paul at the, very, at the very end of the book of Acts, if you go to the very last chapter of Acts, Acts 28, when Paul at the very end is ministering, it, he's saying and quoting this scripture as well, he's saying, you're going to keep on hearing, but not, not hear. So this is trying, this, this passage is not just something back then. It's something we need to heed today. Keep reading with me. And then he said to them, do you not understand this parable? Verse 13, how will you understand all the parables? The sower sows the word. And these are the ones along the path where the word is sown. When they hear, Satan comes and takes away the word. Now in the parable, he said, the birds come as soon as the seed is sown. Now, for those of you that know this time of year, we plant, we overseed our yards. What do you do? You, just, you don't just take seed and throw it out on the ground. You, you get a machine and you aerate. You, you dig around so that somehow the seed has a chance. And so this is what he's saying, that you've got you've to break up your heart. You've got to break up the hard ground. But when the seed is sown, I don't know how the birds know that. I don't know why it is that a flock of birds that are that high up can see with such precision to know that the seed just got planted in my yard but here they come they didn't go to the other yard it wasn't like they were just kind of arbitrarily you know circling you know and then somebody just took a chance like the lottery no they knew that the seed was sown and jesus is saying that the demonic world knows when the seed is sown and what you have to do in this case is be aware of that and minimally do something to shoo the birds away. Meaning that if we really care about this, we will fight for it. What you care about, you will battle for, you will fight for. If you're going to get in this word, if you're going to know the truth, you're going to have to fight for it. You're going to you're gonna have to battle the forces of darkness, unbelief, distraction. You're going to have to do what you have to do to listen Okay, and I, and I wish it was easy. I wish that the enemy would just leave us alone and say, oh, you're in church. Oh, well, as soon as you walk in those doors, I'm just going to leave you alone. But it doesn't happen. It happens right here and right now. It happens to try to stop you from getting in these doors. But once you get here, the battle doesn't stop. So you have to realize that I've got to fight for this.
0: That was Rice Brooks, and you can find that on YouTube if you search under rice brooks the power of a seed you can also find out more information at his website ricebrooks.com and that's r-i-c-e-b-r-o-o-c-k-s scom hope you have an amazing day and i will see you again tomorrow god bless